that the system, the process works, I am not going to quit. So when you get impatient, guess, guess what? You, you're all going to get impatient. You're going to be like, uh, I should have been ripped by now. I'm working so hard. I'm starving every effing day. Like I'm tight on my macros. I'm working harder in the gym than ever before. And I'm still not to where I could get posted. Just trust the process and keep doing it. Welcome to the Superhuman Fathers Transformation Podcast. If you're listening to this, you're about to witness some of the most incredible transformations that have ever happened on the planet. And just by listening to this, you will be inspired to have your own transformation. If you're listening to this for the first time or you're one of the brothers in the brotherhood, go leave a review on the podcast and let the brother or member know how amazing they did and how incredible their transformation was. I'm Kyle Carnahan, founder of Superhuman Fathers, and not only am I going to change your life, I'm going to get you ripped as fuck. Adam, let's open it up, bro. How you doing, man? Thanks for thanks for doing this first off. Yeah, buddy. It's been... I'm, uh... so, like, I'm my smile. So first off, okay, you guys need to know, like, when I had my first call with Adam, he was just <laughs> so kind on the phone, and he just sat there like... He's a rad human. He just kind of smiled at me through the nodded the whole way and was like, that's cool, you know, and got it. And then just a, almost a silent killer, like just followed the plan like a savage, you know, posting as his abs, you know, started to pop. And then he would, he was always there though, if he was needed, like he would, he would make great comments in the Zoom calls. And so I want to, and I just felt a special connection to you, Adam, from the first call that we had. I kind of knew it was going to happen. Like I just had, I just knew, dude. And so I wanted to thank you because you've not only stolen my excuses, but have pushed me through this, this whole thing. And I can feel your support. And I know the men in here can as well. And I just, am, we're really grateful, man. So right out the gates, let's just say that. Number two, I want to open this up. I'm going to let you kind of open it up. And what do I mean by this? I just kind of want you to, to walk us through where you were at, maybe how you discovered superhuman fathers and why you pulled the trigger with what hopes, you know, I don't know if that, maybe that story a little bit. And then, and then I'll let you from that, I'll let you go as far as you want until I ask my other questions. And there may be questions in the middle. Cause I know I never ask the questions I say I'm going to. So I'm going to shut up and Adam, you can take the floor. Yeah. Thanks, man. I'm I'm grateful to be here. Uh, glad we can make it work because chaos has absolutely reigned the last two three days. I'm not even in my own home right now. I'm at my mom's house. Yeah, because uh, we don't have power at my house right now. So and it is like 50 degrees inside my house. I've always been into fitness and I've tried to eat right, um, but I've never had like the discipline to get to where. You know, you, you you now see where like I actually got posted. I had abs. I was doing uh, CrossFit. I, I'd done CrossFit for like 10 years before I actually started doing CrossFit. I was doing Ironman triathlons. Um, so I, I, I was I was fit. Right. But I lost. Um, hey, I, would say, I, I would say I lost a piece of. Uh, of that, like competitive fire in me and i lost just 
I just really got comfortable, to be honest with you. Uh, I progressed in my career um, really quickly. I started making really, really good money. And I stopped pushing myself in my workouts. Uh, I had problems with my marriage. So like Jody and I uh, almost got divorced just five years ago. Uh, I mean, we were like right there. And I had a very similar story actually to, to Kyle's story where I was actually uh, leaving my faith and didn't want to open up to my wife about it because I didn't want to lose my marriage. And I had all of these things that uh, really were stopping me from being the best version of myself. And I started just to live life without purpose and just being comfortable. Um, and was that's it, when was I, it because it was too painful. Like, what do you, what do you mean when you had no purpose? Like break that down a little bit for us. Well, I mean, I wouldn't say like, gosh, I love being a dad, right? I've got a six-year-old and a three-year-old and I love being a dad and I love being a husband. And I was, I was a good dad and I felt like I was a good husband, but, good is the enemy of great, right? Yes. Average inspires no one. Let's go. Yeah. And so I knew, I knew I had more in me. Like the universe was telling me, Adam, like you've got more, but I kept pushing it out. Right. I was just like, ah, I'm not comfortable. Like I'm a good dad. I'm a good husband. Right. I'm comfortable. Um, so anyway, like <laughs> superhuman fathers, I, uh, I'm friends with Ryan Christensen. I saw, saw him get posted and I was like, holy shit. Like, what's that? Like, what's that dude doing? But I pushed it out still. I was just like, ah, whatever. Like, cool that he did that. But I, but I also showed my wife. I was like, look what, look what Ryan did. Now my wife is actually like starting her own nutrition business. She's got great clients and she's starting to try to build that up. Um, and she saw that superhuman fathers was kind of blowing up. Okay. And then Ryan helped another friend. His name's Marcus Moss. He never joined superhuman fathers. Marcus just went and got ripped. He he's not married. He he's not a dad. He felt like, Oh, I, you know, I, I can't join a dad group because I'm not a dad, but he went and got ripped too. And he posted his transformation. And I was like, oh, okay. If like Marcus did this, like, <laughs> no excuses. Like I know Marcus, I got to do this. Um, so be, while all this was happening, like I, I'd also become stagnant in my career. So I, uh, I've, I've been a sales leader. Uh, I I've taken SaaS tech companies from like 70,000 in ARR to 70 million in Sorry, I say ARR like everyone knows what that is, Let's but that's annual, recur that's annual recurring revenue, right? Like I've scaled teams from five to 120. Anyway, I got recruited away to a travel startup right before COVID. Three months into my, my, my head of sales role at this at peak travel, uh, I've got to lay off 40% of my team, take half my pay as an executive, but still work the, the 60, 70 hours a week. Three months later, they laid me off. And so I've been seven months, half pay, um, gave me two weeks severance, and I'm trying to find a job in the middle of 
a freaking pandemic where like 200,000 people are trying to find jobs, right? So I took a role with this company out of the Philippines. It's not something that I specialized in. It was it was BPO, like business process outsourcing type role. Uh, I was successful for them, but our values did not align. So I stayed there seven months and I was out. Um, so now I've had a job for seven months at Peak Travel, another job for seven months at this I support worldwide that just didn't fit my values. And then I landed at this, this job that I'm actually at now, but transitioning out of called Gemini, where we had no success. Like we didn't have a product market fit. And I'm over here like, man, like, do I suck? Do I like totally suck at what I do? Like I've had, I'm, I'm beating the shit out of myself. Like, because here I am like on, on this career tra- trajectory and then just like shit hits the fan. Uh, I just, my, my career was just derailed. Right. And it took a toll on me mentally. Right. And so my wife saw this too. And, and to be honest with you, it was my wife that hit the contact form in Kyle's Instagram. Let's go. They always know. All, yeah. Put all of my information in for Kyle and uh scheduled the call with kyle like she knew that i was like i i just wouldn't pull the trigger and i don't know why i, I think that i was shit. probably i love it you got a great wife man when you yeah is your best coach at home man yeah i love yeah. it yeah i mean i think i was just scared to actually commit because i knew that if i committed i was gonna fucking do this right so like i was just I was just being a little bitch, to be honest with you. Um, but I got on the phone with Kyle. Kyle's like, how can I help you? And I was like, bro, like, I work out six days a week. My wife's a nutritionist. Like, my fucking mindset sucks, dude. Like, that's what I need help with. He's like, yeah, I don't care about your results. Let's get your mind right. And I get on the phone with Ryan. He's like, bro, this is non-negotiable. You're going to hit your macros. You, I was like... Yeah, workouts, no problem. But no, I was like half-assed in my workouts, like going to failure on every single thing. Like there's nobody in the gym that works out like me, like nobody, right? Like you go to the gym and these people all look the same. Like they all look the same. They, they look the same. I've been working at the same gym for 10 years, right? They all look the exact same, right? It's because they don't push themselves. I actually heard a girl say, oh, I never get sore anymore. I'm like, of course you don't. (laughs) You like check your phone 10 times a day and then like check your hair and then pull up your pants and then like do a set, you know? So I'd never, so I, I mean, I've done CrossFit style workouts and pushed myself, but I, I'd stop doing that. I'd start just to go through the motions. Right. And, and I think we all kind of get stuck like that sometimes. So joining this group, like making those things non-negotiable and then continually seeing the progress in, in Ryan's right. Like, I, I don't think I reached out to Ryan or Kyle or anybody like even once. Cause I had a, t- I, I, I had a ton of support. My wife's like really good at nutrition and exercise. I would say like uh, the, a few things that I did that worked for me. And I would say this for everybody. Um, you know, they put me on the, on 1850 macros and I just continued to drop weight at staying at 1850 
but I would also do some type of refeed day. Um, if we did date night or something, I'd still choose like a healthy meal when we went out, but like, I wouldn't track it. And I bet you, I would eat like maybe 21, 2200 calories on that day instead of 1850, but it kept peace in my marriage instead of like, <laughs> you gotta, you gotta do what's what works and is sustainable. Guys, don't listen to that. Delete you. that. Delete it. Just kidding. <laughs> that's the best. That's the best because Look, when, when I signed up, I was like, Ryan Christensen did this in 87 days. I'm going to beat his ass. I'm going to do it faster than 87 days. Guess what? It took me twice the amount of time that it took Ryan Christensen. And when I, I went to lunch with Ryan, Ryan's like, yeah, they put me on 1850. They put me on 1650. They put me on 1450. And I stayed at 1450 for a month. And I was like, holy shit, dude. 1450 for a month straight? So when I was cutting to get posted i was at like 1500 bro that was like the hardest and, and, and here's here here here's the hardest part about it 1850 i could do i can do that again for six months straight no problem guess what 1500 i'd do it for like three days and then like on the fourth day i'd fucking like binge dude i just like Oh, and then I probably ate like more calories than if I would have just stayed at 1850, you know, that, that was really, really, really hard. That's, so, a, that's um, a massive point, Adam. Cause what did yeah. you do? What did you, what did you do? Um, you were always rucking. So whenever I wanted yes. to drop you, yeah, <laughs> this is the thing, whatever I want, he'd be like, hey, no, no, I will put a weight vest on. And I'll go walk in the mountains. <laughs> so yeah. Right. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, so, yeah, we, we live up on the bench. I made sure to do like actual, like, uh, rucks, like 40 pounds on my back and, and walk for a, a few miles every single day. And that definitely, you know, made that weight continue to fall off at that. Cause I stayed at 1850 pretty much the entire time I cut down to 1500, like the last like five, six weeks, um, and that was that was brutal, Sorry. but I, I stayed at 1850, but I did every single bonus burn plus the rucks, right? Plus the abs. So like there would be like three workouts in a day. I'd do all three of them plus the ruck, right? Um, so as long as the weight's still dropping and you're still making progress, like, you, you know, you can, you can keep your you can keep your caloric intake where you want it to be. Like my, my wife's all into like, Hey, I don't want you in a deficit for super long. Cause that it's going to adjust your metabolism. Then when we reverse you up, like it's going to be harder to reverse you up. Right. Like she, she knows all this shit. I, I, I don't know anything. I'm just like over here being like, tell me what to do and I'll, I'll do it. Um, so anyway, listen, like I I've struggled with my career. It's been off the rails. My marriage has just has been good, but not great. I, I'm a good dad, not great. This this discipline uh, of doing the macros and, and the physicality and, and doing the workouts, my mind my mind started to change, right? Like very slowly but surely. And I'm always a guy that's always actually been reading, like constantly or podcasts or. I read this book while I was I was doing this journey called the, the the hidden messages in water. And it's all about 
basically how everything in the world vibrates, right? It's, everything's made of, of atoms, right? Like our, in our entire, like our bodies, 73% of us are made of water. It's, that book is one of the greatest visualizations of intent and the signs behind intent affecting molecular structures of water. AJ! And it's huge. Yes. Hi, so, buddy. Yo. <laughs> hey, bud. I'm back in Australia now. So good to see you. Sorry. We'll be quiet now, Adam. No. So, I, I mean. Yeah, this, sorry. This, sorry. This, this book changed <laughs> my life. Suckers, Adam. And it, it started to help me internalize like the energy that I bring to everything. Um, the energy I'm bringing to my relation. Uh, it's the hidden messages in water. So it's a Japanese scientist. Uh, one of the one of the experiments he does is he takes petri dishes of water, and uh, he will put a sticky note where like uh, he'll write words on a sticky note and place it towards the water. And so he he will take love he'll he'll write love and gratitude on a sticky note and put it on this petri dish of the of uh, of water, and then he took another sticky note and wrote you fool, and put it on uh, facing the water in his petri dish, and then he freezes the water. And you know every single um, snowflake is unique, right? It, like there's not a, a a single snowflake that's ever the same, right? Well, the same thing with rock, with water crystals. So what he does, he he would do is then freeze those water crystals. And the the water crystals that had like love and gratitude facing towards it, uh, made incredible, um, beautiful like snowflakes and crystals, right? And then the peach tree dish that had, um, you fool, was like the the crystals were actually deformed, right? And it started to open up my mind to like holy shit, like literally everything in the world is vibrating. Everything has water in it and how we treat it in our intent towards it is going to make a huge difference in my relationships, the way I speak to each other, the way I feel about myself and how the universe can open up to me. Let's go. Um, and so I started to change, like just just having real intent in like having. I started some, the superhuman father's uh, morning routine, right? Writing down my gratitudes and like having. And I'd done the gratitude journal before. Like I went and grabbed the gratitude journal that I'd done before in like the last date, and it was 2018. But I started doing it again with real intent. And it made all the difference, right? Like I was just doing it because I'd heard it was good for me to do. But then when I did it with real intent, knowing the energy that I put into it, I, I'm going to get back out. And energy, energy can never be dispelled or wasted, right? Like energy just gets transferred, right? And so I started to be really cognitive of this. And now, like, honestly, y'all, like my wife and I, then got into manifestation and we're listening to manifestation and reading books on manifestation. And I kid you not y'all like my wife's business is blowing up. She, it, it, like she just had somebody reach out to her and wants her to design a clothing line 
and give her part ownership in the company. And we're just like, this is all in like the last six months. I like, I just got a new job that is life-changing. I'm going to start March 27th at this new job where I'm like, finally, like, yes, this is the career that I wanted. And it it, it had to change. I had to change. Like when all this shit happened to me, when, when, when COVID happened and I had to take half my pay and I got laid off and like, then I was just scrambling to find a job. Guess what I did? I played victim because I saw all these people that used to report to me, like all of a sudden they were making a hell of a lot more money than me. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, that's like, that should be me. Like, why, why am I not having those opportunities? And I had this like victim mentality. And as soon as I read the hidden messages in water, and started to realize that there's, and started to manifest, and started to realize that there's so much abundance in the world. And just because somebody else is achieving doesn't mean it takes away from me. It doesn't. And in fact, I need to give that person energy, not be like, what kind of energy am I giving to somebody when I'm like, ah, oh, they don't deserve that. What the, what the hell? Why is that not me? Right? What type of energy do I get from that, and and does the universe start to? How do you start? How do you prepare yourself that way, Adam? Because so I I feel like a a person who because I understand this. I I actually really I love this. Um, a person who who tends to to put off how they feel inside. You know, it's sometimes they're you're just how you think about yourself or whatever. You just kind of forecasting it on other people or what if that was the right word, but how do you prepare yourself? What do you do so that you can be that person? Like, what did you change? What have you changed in your life? That's created a, that given you the ability to be the person that you're talking about. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yes. I think part of it is realizing that every single day I have to work on myself and that I will never be this perfect version of myself. Let's go. That's so good. And that the actual joy and the actual like um, fulfillment comes in the journey of doing these hard things. Like, I I feel like, you know, before I had this kind of mindset that like, you know, once my career got to a certain level or once like I got to a certain physical like physique, then I'm like, sweet, you know, done. But that's not the case, you know, and realizing that everyone, everyone's trying to work on themselves, right? All the time. And that you just have to worry about you. And that comparison is the thief of joy, right? I, I was comparing my career to these people, and it just it just made me not grateful for the great job I had, right? Like I had a good job, but once you com- start to compare yourself against others, like you just lose it. 
And it also brings negative energy into your life, right? And when, you, when you're bringing negative energy into your life, guess how you show up at home? Guess how, guess how you treat your wife or your children or like, guess how short you get, right? Like when, when something happens and, and when chaos reigns, guess what? You fall apart. That's okay. Let's, let's touch on that. This is really good because what did you mention at the beginning here? You mentioned that your life was in chaos. Oh yeah. And it was, chaos, it was right driving now. you from your values or whatever you want to say. It was, it was chaos. And yet now the chaos is not gone. In fact, it looks right. like, I mean, look, it's obviously the job, but you're at your, you know, you're, you have no energy at your house right now or whatever. The negativity still arrives. Yeah. How two questions, are you responding different? And how is your mindset then in that response? How do you, how do you get there? Because that, you know, that's, we, we tend that step is hard. We all want to be that guy. I want to be that guy who, when I hear a critique from my wife or when my kids are screaming or, uh, you know, I stub my toe, I don't want to scream <laughs> or whatever. Like, what have you, what it, have you seen that change? And if so, what does that look like? Yeah. So what I have to say is that I've just improved I can't say that I'm like this perfect husband, perfect father, because I mean, shit, when your kid asks for toasts like 18 times in a row and you told him like 14 times that you're going to get him toast, like it gets on your nerves, like you're a human, right? But what I would say is that I'm more, um, I'm definitely more patient. I definitely... Um, react with with love and more cognizant of the energy that I'm trying to give to others. So during this whole process of of changing my physique, I had a a, a really good um, I had a really good friend whose wife I offended at a at a um, at a like a like a Friendsgiving, right? Kyle, that sound familiar? <laughs> yeah, that's every every week. Usually, I offend someone's wife. Yeah, yeah. Now, I I love this friend for just calling me out. Like he he texted me that night and was like, "Bro, you offended my wife. Why'd you say those things?" And here I am, like, I've just read this book, right? Like, hey, like, hidden messages in water, love and gratitude to everyone. And I'm still saying stupid shit, right? And in that moment, I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, I didn't show up. I, I never would want your wife to feel like she, she's the one who put on this whole party and, like, had us all over. And then... I come into your house and make her feel like shit. Like what kind of douchebag am I? You know, like, am I actually working on myself or what? Right. And um, this experience just like really helped me like understand how powerful my words are and how I wanted to show up differently. How I want people to like, when they leave my presence, I want them to feel great. Yes. I want to give them energy, right. Not take it away memorable yeah in like um i mean it was it was serious enough to where this guy was like bro i don't i don't want you in my life if you're gonna offend my wife and i was like that is totally fair and i remember like crying apologizing and just being like man like 
thank you so much for telling me. Would you have how- responded the same way before? No, no way. No okay. way. How would, I would have been different? like, oh, I would have been like, bro, you whack, man. Like, why? Like, uh, like it was a stupid comment, bro. Like, how are you getting so offended? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you have to, t- like, when people do get offended, right? Like, everyone says, like, you get offended, guess what? That's your fault. You got offended, right? And I've read all those books. Like, someone offends me, guess what? It's my fault. I got offended. But guess what? I offended somebody. I could easily just be like, Psh, your fault. Not my problem. It's your fault. You got offended. Or you could say, hey, like, I got to take responsibility. Like, yeah, I offended you and I'm sorry. And actually mean it, not be like, oh, I'm sorry if I offended you. Do you, you know, that's not a freaking apology. Do you feel like it was a, an understanding issue or a, an, a skill issue? Because you, you're talking about something being cognizant, but were you able to be cognizant of it before? And if so, was it because like you weren't strong enough because you, you know, you had to protect your ego kind of 100% protect my ego. Okay. 100%. We all have egos. We want to protect. Hey, when you do something stupid, instead of owning up to it, you just, you protect your ego. And I've learned like, that's bullshit. This is the power of building the warrior so that you can release the monk. This is it. Yes. You have so much confidence in yourself that you can, you can step forward and apologize because you have self-respect. Like you, well, you and let's def- you're not hiding anymore. You're not you're not afraid to show your true self. And let's define that self-respect and confidence. That is your values and your conscience. You're able to connect with it amidst the chaos. So you can look and be like, oh, this is what I believe and this is what I understand. Am I am I am I in line with it? And if you are, then you can continue that. But maybe you're not. And that's when right. the ego usually shows up, right, Adam? Yep. Yeah, and that that comment in like how I made his wife feel wasn't aligned with who I actually wanted to be, yes. who I was trying this to be. This is it, right? Uh-huh. And and y- y- what I appreciated so much about this experience is that I went home feeling terrible. I did because I knew I said something that hurt his wife's feeling, but I wasn't. I, but I didn't go up to her and say sorry. I didn't even text her and say, sorry. It took him calling me out and being like, what the hell, bro? Before I finally said, sorry. (laughs) And that like, that was just shameful of me. Right. Like I, I should have recognized that I hurt someone's feelings and immediately just been like, Oh, get back it, get back into alignment. Right. But I had to have a good friend actually be like, bro, you're not aligned, you know? And as soon as they did that, I was like, you're right, man. I was not aligned. And before I just, before I'd be like, it's your fault. When you're walking around like, and and you're feeling powerful, which you will when you're doing it all, because you can't help feeling pretty savage when you're like, I'm up every day. I'm at the gym every day. I'm making money. I got the body. Like we're crushing life. You're going to run some people over. Um, You just are. And it, it, you're going to feel it. And if you, this is so good, Adam, like if you get in the habit of just calling those people right away, when you feel it, you're like, Ooh, they overstepped. We'll yeah. just call them. 
say, Hey, I shouldn't have said that. I apologize. Like th- it's like one of the most powerful skills to have. I, Nobody I have does days, that. I have days Nobody where I have to make four phone calls because I just, I was like a, a, uh, what do you call it? A, a freaking uh, bowl in a China shop with like, mm. with feelings for like an hour. And I'll be like, geez, I just ran a train on all these people. I'm like <laughs> making phone calls, apologizing to like four people. I'm like, I don't know what got into me. I'm sorry. You know, but it, it, it keeps your stress levels low and, and that stuff doesn't build up. And it's, I mean, it is so important, especially with as, as, because what are we doing here? We're, we're managing stress. Like we're learning how to manage, like, watching our diet, getting our workout out, getting up early. So we're kind of sleep deprived and we're juggling the kids and the job stressful. And now if we're starting to add stress of like this guilt of how we're treating people, we will break. So you have to purge that. And that's what Adam's talking about. Managing that stress too, with action, like it, you have to be in action. That's what we have here in this group. But, dude, when you can get to the point where it's like, because I go jump in the cold water every day in the ocean, which I know you guys, Utah, he's like, Adam's like, dude, my it's so frozen. I don't even have electricity. It's not even cold where you live. I get it. I get it. But I do jump in the ocean and do burpees, and it's cold. It's cold, dude. You guys yeah. will see whoever's coming to surfcation, you'll see. But jump into the cold water. I love that. I love this, yeah. Adam. Just just jump so, into that conversation. Make it happen. Yeah, man. So th- that's one of that's one of the things I added to my morning routine is a uh, cold shower in Utah. It's my I tested my water temp. It's fifty three degrees. <laughs> yeah, and I get in the shower every morning, and I don't want to. I hate it, but now I'm starting to love it. Like now I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I put my head under. It hurts, and guess what? It's discomfort. And I'm learning to embrace the discomfort. So another story on this where just the other day, my wife's having a a hard day. The kids have been hard and she's freaked out at them a couple of times and she's just in a bad mood, right? And she's venting to me a little bit. And my wife and I have a great relationship. We, we listen to these podcasts together. We, we're setting these goals together. We, we have a better relationship now than ever before. And we, we coach each other. We try to help each other, right? But she's having a bad day. She's telling me all this stuff. And I was like, babe, hey, like, we choose how we get to react to this stuff. And she looks at me and she just goes, shut up. now old me old me would have shut down would have been like why are you being so me like why are you being so defensive blah 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 but this is so money new me just just like held her hand and said hey i'm sorry you're having a hard day let's go i love i love you we're in this together and guess what like everything just melted and it, we were just like great right but that was that was on me to be able to do that to 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 actually like you guys listening pride, to this sw- swallow my ego suffer just like someone just told me to shut up you know like that does not happen right and like she, that's actually like super out of alignment for Jody to do that and I could have been like, you're out of alignment. Blah, blah, blah. Do you know what I do for this family? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Guess what? Like, she didn't need that. 
she she needed me to give her love, gratitude, and like, what type of energy could I give her? She just had all of this bad energy. I feel it. I love this so much because of the. This brings up how you can heal when you're aligned, how you can provide a safe place when you're aligned because you don't need self protection. You've already you're you've done your daily healing. You already got in the gym. You did your cold shower. You got your your nutrition dialed, you got your mindset dialed. And so you don't have to think selfishly at all. So you literally can just be a healer. You can identify pain anywhere and create safety and love. And this, you know, this energy you're talking about, it's so fire. Keep going. I'm, I'm inspired. I'm going to give my wife a hug right now and say, sorry again. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's lots to be sorry for. Um, and yeah. So like one of the things I, one of the things I've really worked on is just adopting some of these things that we're getting out of superhuman fathers, like the marriage mastery class uh, a couple of weeks ago talked about, Hey, just like shoot little text messages or little notes to your wife every once in a while. Y'all like, if you're not doing this, just shooting your wife a text on like, Hey, I'm so grateful for you. I love being your husband. Like, I I can't tell you the energy and the glow up that, and and guess what? Like this is also helping transform my wife's mindset and helping her in her business because she's showing up differently. Like the, (laughs) so I, I mean, what is it? Dan wondering like if he needs to join this group, I'm like, bro, you don't join this group. Like, you crazy. You don't join this group. It, it has literally changed my life, changed my wife's life, changed my children's lives, changed my friend, my friends' lives, changed my parents' lives, changed every person that I now it's interact financial with. Life. Yeah. It's changed my financial life. Like, and I would, if I didn't join this group, where would I be? Let's go. I, I, I'd still be victim mentality. Why is that person's career taking off and mine's not? I honestly believe that like Scott, who's 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 my new boss at this new role, would never have texted me if I hadn't come into alignment and told the universe like if you hadn't seen universe. your abs. Yeah, <laughs> he never saw my he never saw my abs. He, he, oh, okay. He, he don't know, dude. He, he don't even know. But I'll tell you what, man. So he texts me. I don't even text him back for like a day because I was so happy in my current role. But then something something that Kyle said to me, or not to me, but on Zoom was like, "Why can't we fucking have it all?" Right? Like, so I knew that if I texted Scott That's back, good. he had something. He'd have something big for me, right? And it'd be more responsibility than where I'm at right now. And I said, let's go. Like my mind is ready now, but there's no way it would have been ready six months ago. And so I said, let's go. So get on the call. He's like, yep. Okay. You're my guy. He can feel it, right? He can feel it. I get on a video call with him. He says, how are you doing? You look freaking amazing. And I looked at him, no joke, y'all. I was like, I'm a fucking savage. 
Best job job interview ever, dude. Yeah. Yeah. He says, how are you doing? I go, I'm a fucking savage. Like I said it four times. I was like, I got veins in my abs. (laughs) That was it, man. He was like, you're my guy. He's like, let's go. (laughs) Now, obviously, I'd done some work for him before and been successful, but I'd really fallen off. I like I wasn't the same person that I was before, right? And that was the yeah, that was the job interview. Like, have you ever gone into a job interview and just told him I'm a fucking savage? Like, <laughs> and, 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 and well, hold on, hold on. Said it with confidence, though. Like, yeah, it's real. Oh, yeah. Like oh, yeah. that. That like, there's nothing more powerful than someone. I'm talking to someone. Like, how your How's your day going? And you're like, I'm fucking killing it today. Yeah, like you know, they re- and it's real. Like, like when you do shit, bef- like that is way gnarlier than anything they'll do all day before they wake up. It is the coolest thing ever. Like yeah. they, they, you just feel so you can give so much to people. <laughs> how many guys been on calls with me, and then and you're like, uh, "How are you? How you doing?" And I'm like, "Fucking annihilating the day." And <laughs> Wow, that seems uh, aggressively. Uh, well, it seems a little cocky. This one. Ah, uh, but like, oh, I'm just but, telling you the truth. Yeah, or or if you aren't, you'll be honest. I've had the opposite with you. Yeah. Say, how are you doing? You're like, I fucked up today, dude. I ate one. <laughs> <laughs> I like there's there's never any like that's what's so authenticity. Like I yeah. think a lot of what what uh, Adam. Then I wanted to kind of bring this up too because I feel like you found your you. Like, I, I, th- I feel like you found you and you have the strength to be you. And so I've really played with this idea of authenticity lately, like thinking of how, because Kyle said something in another Zoom from somebody else. I think it's like authenticity is five times more powerful than love or some shit like that. But it really got me thinking. It got me thinking like authenticity. Like, why is that so powerful? And so. The, uh, you know, you, we have this mask that we spend all this energy, this costume that we spend our energy on building, and we never put energy t- into our authentic self because it's robbed by this, this person we have to protect or the ego or this, this build. And as soon as you let that go, you can put all the energy into that little tiny gremlin that has never had any energy. You're, you're, <laughs> you know, your, your, uh, your authentic self. And so, in your marriage or in career or just around people, how, how do you feel around people that way? I don't know if that question made sense at all, but how's it feeling? What's your feeling around people? How's it changed? And and that's a weird question, but I just want to like, just what is different when you're in a room about yourself? I'm definitely more confident in who I am and who I want to be. But I think like the bigger difference is like seeing people for who they are and where they're at and just giving them love and gratitude. Yes. Like it's not about you. It's so good. Yeah. Like honestly, you know, I used to see someone 
running down the road in Utah that's like covered in snow and it's 15 degrees. And I'd be like, what a effing moron. <laughs> Just because it wasn't the way that I would have worked out, right? Like, I'm like, who is that? Per-? Like, I'm going to the gym and I'm lifting weights. Cardio in the 15 degree weather in the snow. Come on. The difference is like, now I drive by that person and I'm like, hell yeah, let's go. Get some. Like, yeah, like I'm giving energy to them. Why not? And I hope they feel it as I drive by, you know, like, let's go, right? I think that's the bigger difference, honestly. It's like, I just that's love, huge. I just love people and I have gratitude for them. That's so beautiful. Can't give away what you haven't earned. And, and, and that's what you found for yourself. And now you can give it to others. So congratulations, it. bro. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> man. And I still like, look, I'm still a work in progress. Like we all, we're all working on it every day. Right. Oh yeah. Like, no guru. You know, yeah. guru, bro. This is normal yeah. dude. But the thing is, that's the power of being yeah. normal. Like that's, I love that so much because you as an, an average Joe really are not average. You are, you have infinite impact in the world. You view yourself as normal. Like, Oh, it's a bad thing. No, it connects you to everybody. And so because you are everybody, you love everybody. I know it gets real weird, but I know Adam understands what I'm saying because when you get there, you get it. You, it is all about everyone else because you don't matter because you are them. You just, you just are. And so you, you can just give. It's so awesome, Adam. Amazing. Well, okay. Uh, we have more. Qu- I, I want to, we have, it's f- 5.52. Adam, I want you to keep going if you have more and we can open it for questions too. Because I know a couple people are going to have some questions for you. So maybe I'll, I'll, maybe we can tie it up with this before we take questions. Um, other than the call to action that you've all given us pretty much like, let's go guys, be, be the water. All right. Um, <laughs> one thing that you would tell yourself before you started the, the program, now that you do it, it could be advice. It could be like motivating. I don't care. Just one thing you could tell your old self. If you could send a message. You are worthy beautiful dude wow just sit sit with that for a second boys just sit with that please wow Okay, questions. And if not, we'll just finish it with that. And yeah, I don't have a, I, I don't. I, I got to say that Adam, you are a fucking savage, dude. <laughs> that is fucking amazing. Nice, nice work. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm through the roof just on your story alone. Thank you, bro. Thank you. Matt, Matt's got something. Yeah, I just, it doesn't have to do with the, 
the question again, Adam, you are a savage. I love these fucking things. I, I just wanted to see if does Dan have any questions, man? Like you got, you got this squad of dudes here that can answer your question. And if that's okay, I, I don't know if he's got any questions, but like, dude, life-changing Dan, like you hear it from him, like, man, there's just a line of people life-changing. This is fucking life-changing. So I'd be glad to answer any questions or like just push him over the edge. Yeah. Where, where's the 260 plus crowd? Oh, oh, the Vikings! Oh, Vikings. Where are the Vikings at? Vikings. Let's go. Come on, we're here. I started. Yeah, we're here. Yeah. At 50, I started at two fifty-seven. Uh, Dude, I'm down six weeks. I'm six weeks in, and I think I dropped this morning. It was eleven pounds in six weeks, seven weeks, whatever it's been. Dude, I started at 293. I'm down to 245. I've been going at it since November 1st. That's awesome. Let's go. Let's go, baby. Vikings. <laughs> Let's go. There's plenty yeah, of us. I, I, I would say Dan, it's more like, like the one thing I, I put I sent this to Kyle and Ryan and Chris, I think, was like for me, I, I thought I hated the world. And I realized I didn't hate the world. I fucking hated myself. And that's what I've seen since I've been here. Like, and, and now I love myself. And like, as weird as that sounds like, and that's opened the door for happiness that I didn't even know I had in me. And uh, I was talking to Chad Henkel today on the phone. We were, we become buds and we talk on the phone and like, I came here looking for a six pack of abs but I found the love for myself, which is even more important. I think like, I'm, I'm like, I didn't even know what I was looking for when I came here and, and that's what it was. And yeah, like. It's Chad, can you just I, say your, your number, buddy? Uh, how much did you weigh? How much do you weigh now? Yeah, I uh, started at 285, something like this. I'm down to 193. And at you know, 193, if I looked like him at 193, um, I hope to look like him at 193, actually, when I get up there. <laughs> damn! Gains, dude, Stonehawker, though. I got Dude, I got to throw some... Throw some love at Adam, man. This is so good. I came into this call so depleted, dude. I'm so hungry. <laughs> dude, I needed to hear all this, so thank you. I'm hungry. I'm sick. I'm tired. I literally fell asleep on the toilet. Thank you for the recharge, dude. Hey. That was money. Take a look. Take a look at that 193 right there. Just take a look at that fucking miracle. Let's go. Take a look. Yeah, that's what we fucking do here. There's no place in the world like here. Nobody does this. Welcome to yep. Superhuman Fathers. And you know and honestly, what? Honestly, getting, getting ripped is just... It, <laughs> it's like... It's like 2% well, of uh, how Adam. I've actually... Of how I've changed, honestly. It's like, yeah, I'm ripped now. Cool. But like the way I show up in life, 
means way more than like the way I look physically. Yep. We tricked you. You did. <laughs> well, and like, guess what? But guess what? Like, uh, I will never get fat. I'll be out of alignment. Yeah. Yes. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the that's like the mind fuck, right? It's yeah. like, holy cow! How did you guys do this? <laughs> you know? Oh, just man, just so freaking grateful that my wife filled out the form because I was too big of a pussy to do it, you know? Dude, so Adam, grateful. I got a question for you about the, I, I love, I love the, I am worthy thing. That is, that is literally the same phrase I said in my head as that question was answered. Can you, can you speak if it's not too much, could you speak a little bit more about what helped you unpack that, um, that acceptance for yourself. I, I'm not exactly sure where, where it's coming from. I could maybe guess because I have a feeling we have a similar backstory, but I would love to hear a little bit more about uh, the framework on how you viewed that, how you came to that conclusion. Um, I think it's one of the big things that men struggle with is just not, not, not accepting their worth by birth, you know? So I'm just super interested in hearing what you had to say about that. If you could go into it a little more. Dude, we yeah. may have to do another one with Adam because it's already six and I want you guys to go to your families. Um, Bear. So let's let's hear John real quick and then let's let's get him back. Like that's a huge discussion. I'm I'm all in on that one because this is my the anti-shame game, the anti-shame cave that you are worthy is what you need to achieve. That is alignment. Yeah. So that that would be really fun to have that discussion. What you got, Big John? And, 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 and I know Kyle and I are being selfish because we got to get back to our families and you guys might stay, but I don't want to miss that. Like, no. So, all right, John, what hey, you got? <clears throat> hey, man, I'm humbled that you would, like, you would give me the, uh, the floor like that. Um, thank you. Uh, Adam, dude, congratulations on, on everything, man. And thank you so much for being here and, and just sharing that, sharing that experience. Uh, it's very inspiring for me. Like I would, I would say like, I identify with you a lot and a lot of the things that you said, um, you know, from like doing the CrossFit for years to like always listening to like podcasts and improving and I just like always like trying to get more. Right. I would say that I'm probably like in process of like, I haven't quite got there yet, but I can tell that something's like happening in, in the in the mental game and like all of that stuff, but I'm still I think sort of warring against myself, in a sense, and battling against myself. Um, so I would say, um, like, what was the, like, what do you think was like the turning point? Be like, what was like, where where did the the switch flip? You know, was it was it reading that book? Was it um, just like did you like get some clarity in reading that, or can you pinpoint any any particular you know, like transition point. I can't uh, say there was like a transition point. I can say there were kind of these milestones. Mm -hmm. Like, like I told that story of, of my friend calling me out. Right. Um, just even the other day when my wife tells me to shut up and like, I mm -hmm. consciously react the way that I do instead of 
having a blow up, right? And I'd say there's there's never a, a switch that flips. We, we're all battling every single day. Guess what? I have to battle every single day and I still screw up every single day. The difference is that I now have a system and process that if I just repeat on a regular basis, I continue to make progress towards the way I show up, towards my physical fitness, towards my nugget, right? Towards my, towards my relationships, right? And because I am, I'm following that system consistently, I'm consistently leveling up. It doesn't, but there's no flip where it's just like, oh, I got it, right? It's like, okay, I look who I was six months ago to where I am now, and it feels like, holy shit, like, I kind of got it, but there was no, like, in that six months, like, something that flipped. It was a this system is, that you follow. This is it. This is it. The key is, Go, to, Kyle. You, you can't stop. You can't let go of the rope. No. See, the, the problem is we go like this. I need a break. I just, yep. can't, I just can't handle it anymore. That will keep you stuck forever. You Every just, time you'll get to that point, you let go. It's a tantrum. It's rip that burnout is a tantrum. Rip it with your arms, your legs, everything. Use your teeth. Don't <laughs> let go. And then all of a sudden, you get stronger and you're holding that spot. And you're like, oh, okay, let's go here. And then it'll happen it's- again. I think <laughs> like I don't think it's, I don't think you get heavy. I think it's something pulling you down. I think it's the resistance, like not wanting to let you level up. It's the tantrum of, from the resistance, and you got to you. It is a message from the universe that you're about to have a level up, and it's testing your ass. It's like, oh, how strong did you get to you get to this point? You know, I that is so money, Adam. I just freaking love it, man. Because you're going to yeah. look at, that's why shame that is not, you never, that's why you tell yourself you're worthy because in six months, you're going to look at yourself right now and you're going to say, man, I was a shit bag. Right. <laughs> and the next six months you're going to go, damn, I was a shit bag. Right. Because then that, that's just who you are. Cause you progressed You found it. You're already him. You are worthy. You're already him. Message is insane. I haven't even, I got to take some shrooms or something to figure that shit out, but it works. <laughs> yeah. And, and recognizing that everybody's on that same path and everybody's yeah, on the same ladder. and everybody, everybody's at their own spot. Right. And like knowing how you can give energy and, and love and gratitude to others, or you can show up differently and give them negative energy. Like, that's 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 huge right and then just do that every day and then you're not going to recognize yourself and you don't realize when you don't recognize yourself it's like ryan has said like you're gonna and this literally happened right i I walked by the mirror and i was like what the that's me holy shit i got abs i got veins in my abs that's me like you're unrecognizable to yourself and yeah. this is, and I'm telling you, part part of the process is jumping on a Zoom or listening to these Zooms. I could not have done it. I know I was silent a lot, but I, I, was, I was jumping into Zooms. I was listening to Zooms on my walk. Like, I needed the inspiration. Where's Michael Davis? That bro 
he got posted like two, three weeks into my journey. And I was like, he had a broken back. He had a broken hip. Look at this savage. I have no excuses. No excuses, Stonehawker. Let's go. Like that guy did it. I can do it. Let's go. Like, and, and having this brotherhood is a huge part of the process. I didn't, I didn't realize what a huge part of the process it was until you get a couple months in, like three months in y'all, like I was pissed. I didn't beat Ryan Christensen to getting posted. And I was like, why am I not posted? Like, why haven't I lost as much weight as I thought I was going to lose in 90 days? Like I was, I was 173. Like I, I thought at like 155, I was going to be ripped. No, I had 10, 12 more pounds to lose before I was actually ripped. And I was like, what the hell? I didn't think I even had that much weight to lose. Right. And you really start to get impatient with yourself, man. Like, and the the only thing I knew at like 90, 120 days is that I wasn't going to quit. I was like, I am not going to quit. Like I am, I'm going to consistently do this. The system, the process works. I am not going to quit. So when you get impatient, guess, guess what? You, you're all going to get impatient. You're going to be like, uh, I should have been ripped by now. I'm working so hard. I'm starving every effing day. Like I'm tight on my macros. I'm working harder in the gym than ever before. And I'm still not to where I could get posted. You like just trust the process and keep doing it. Boom. Hey, I love it. I love it. Thank you. Proud of you. Thank you for showing what's possible. Thank you for annihilating our excuses. Thank you for showing how damn good we are at what we do. Holy shit. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, yeah, it's good stuff, man. What a what a what a great call. Um uh let's uh let's call it boys. Go see your families. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you for leading these just amazing as usual. Uh, Dan, happy to have you. Uh, sorry to blow your mind so much. Maybe you want to sleep tonight because all that. Uh, <laughs> try not to cry in front of your wife when you go tell her about it. Uh, <laughs> boys, love you guys. Take care. Let's go. Thanks for having me. You are worthy. Get some. I hope you enjoyed this transformation from superhuman fathers. And one thing I want you to know is that anyone can do this. Yes, even you. Go to superhumanfathers.com and apply for the brotherhood right now.
next time on Superhuman Father's Transformation Podcast. I got in a Zoom call and I'm like, dude, you need to fucking contribute. You know what I mean? Don't just be a voice. Let's go. You Let's know, go. like, so step in and and get get off the sidelines, get in the game. And so the point that I that I reached that was really transformational. And when I shared it, it was it was emotional too, which I hadn't anticipated, is that there becomes a point where the person who you were and the person who you are becoming can no longer coexist. Oof. And you, you, you will have expanded your life to a point where that person, that person has to go, you know? And like, some people will say like, and I, I was to me, like at the time I was like, I had this mentality and, and I thought Ryan had a, had a phenomenal analogy where he was like, I want to hug that man or whatever. Like to me, like I didn't realize like I was going to have to, I was going to have to kill that man, you know? And it wasn't like a shotgun to the head, boom, bang, you're dead. It was like a choke out, you know, or like he wasn't going down swinging, you know, he wasn't going down without a fight. Right. And I didn't appreciate how much of my identity was wrapped up in what I no long, what no longer served me.